Sorry, I was not prepared. <laughs> so good to see everybody. Thank you, team, for going to Fort Wayne. Praise God for that. Thank you, Church of Hope, for sending them. Every single one of you played a part, either in prayer or financially being a part of it. Um, we're all good to be a part of these kinds of things. And so we're excited about that. If you have your Bibles here today, I'm going to invite you to open them to Matthew chapter 28. And we're just going to spend a few minutes in Matthew chapter 28 here today. We're going to focus on one of the last things that Jesus said before he left this earth. And oftentimes, don't we say that? Sometimes the last thing that somebody says is probably going to be pretty important. And so it's something that we need to... I believe take to heart that we need to continue to be aware of just in um, conjunction with the with the team that just went and took the took the gospel to where these people are at. So we need to hear as well. Let's start in verse 18 of Matthew chapter 18. It says, And Jesus came and he spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. What an assurance from the God of the universe that would tell us today that all authority is His. All authority belongs to Him. So whatever He's going to say next, you can take to the bank. It's going to happen. There's, this is kind of twofold here in relation to his sending us. Number one is the one who has all authority. That should awaken us to the reality, oh wow, the one who has all authority, if he has all authority, then whatever he calls me to, that's what I should do. That's number one. The second part of that though is this. I can go in the confidence because the one who has all authority is the one who's sending me. That means he doesn't have only have authority over my life to tell me that I need to go, but he also has authority over all those lives of all those people that we're going to encounter. Isn't that good? It also reminds me that uh, you and I, this, that we are the witnesses, right? We're the witnesses. We're the one who called and proclaimed the gospel message of good news of Jesus Christ. Christ does the work in the hearts. Aren't you happy about that? It's not our job to convince anybody of anything. It's our job and responsibility to be faithful witnesses. Isn't that what Jesus said? Acts chapter 1 verse 8. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you then will be my witnesses. God said, you be faithful in what I've called you to do. Even in that, what I call you to do, I'm going to fill you with my Holy Spirit. So it's actually going to be the Spirit doing it in you, and I'm going to transform hearts and lives. How about that? How about that for a system? I want to be a part of that. Amen? He's going to do the work. All authority has been given to me on heaven and earth. Go therefore, in light of that, in light of all, remember, therefore is, help me out, church, therefore of reason. Absolutely. Therefore is there for a reason. So on the basis of what he just said here. Right practice. All authority is mine. Heaven on earth. So therefore go. Therefore go and make disciples. Now I think if we were to take a tally and take a poll. 
we would come to the understanding that we would probably know, and if you've been in church for any amount of time, you'd probably know, yeah, that is the mission of the church. That is my personal mission given by God. It's your personal mission given by God. We're called to go and make disciples. However, oftentimes we miss something. If you've ever seen me wearing this shirt around and you've wondered, I wonder what in the world it's all about, I'm going to tell you what it's about here today. Because many of you have never asked me, I don't know why. Okay? It says, not incorrect, just incomplete. Not incorrect, just incomplete. And it's related to the Great Commission. And that is that oftentimes, in relation to this text right here, we'll take it all the way up to, we are to make disciples, but so often we stop there. And we don't finish the sentence. Do you know how that sentence finishes? Can anybody help me here this morning? Of all nations, of all people groups. So God in his mission is calling every single one of us to be a part of his global mission here on planet Earth. Do you believe that? His mission is not, it is here, but his mission is not just here. His mission is reaching out to those. Man, you talk about something not being a coincidence, which we don't believe in those things anyways around here. But that we would pray this morning for the unreached people group, some of these folks that they encountered this last week are coming from places that are unreached. And the reason why they're unreached, Lucas already alluded to this, is because they do not have access to the gospel. They don't have churches on every corner. They don't have Bibles. God is calling us to rise as an army to be the people that are going to go and make disciples of all nations in some way, shape, or form, we're called to be a part of this. But I tell you what, as so many missionaries are telling us around here, I know Steve Harrigan has said this over and over again, and many, many other missionaries that I've talked to, they say, you know what's interesting about what's happening right now in our day? Is that the nations are actually coming to us. The nations are actually coming to us right now. Whereas we still need people to go to these nations. Don't get me wrong. And don't, uh, don't hear me today belittling that because I believe God's calling people to go do that. And learn the language and, and immerse themselves into that culture. However, this is something that I believe God's picking up the pace in history right now. Where he said, this gospel of the kingdom will be preached. This is Matthew chapter 24, verse 14. This gospel of the kingdom will be preached to all people groups, to all nations, all people groups, and then the end is going to come. I think God is doing such a work right now where he is actually bringing these nations to us right in our backyards, right on our doorsteps. And the first thing that he wants to know from the church is, what are you going to do about it? He doesn't want to know whether you and I think that they should be here or not. That's not what God's concerned about right now. He wants to know, what are we going to do? They're here. What are we going to do about it? Are we going to take advantage of the opportunity? Think about this. And I hear this from missionaries all the time. Think about this. The gospel being preached to them, somebody who's here in our, in our culture, being able to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. And hopefully by the power of the Holy Spirit, their lives will be transformed. They'll be born again. We were talking a lot about this in men's retreat this last weekend. Born again, made new in Christ. And then imagine what could happen. They then go back to their countries, already knowing the language. 
and being able to disciple people in their own countries. I don't know. I don't know. But I just think God has so much bigger of a view of everything that's going on than you and I have. And so we need to be these people who are ready. What does it mean to make disciples? It's a full package deal. He lists it right here. Obviously it has to do with you and I sharing the gospel. But that's not where it ends. It doesn't. Evangelism making disciples does not end when somebody receives Christ. Did you know that? It's only the beginning. It's a full package deal. You and I are called into a full package deal. Sure, everybody needs to hear the gospel because we know that the message of the gospel, it, this gospel is, is that which is the power of God into salvation. That's why Paul said in Romans 1.16 that he wasn't ashamed of it. But he says here, listen, this is going to transform people's hearts and then you're going to baptize them. And now what it says next, go make disciples of all nations, all people groups, when they come into to Christ, they surrender their lives. Because here, here's what needs to happen for little Kobe now, right? Little Kobe needs to get baptized, number one. In the name, are you ready for this? This is a Trinity language right here. Notice it's a singular name. Singular. In the name, but then of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. He said, that doesn't add up. That's right. Let me introduce you to the Trinity. <laughs> In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Singular name. One God three persons. Isn't that beautiful? Oh man, the reality of the Trinity. In the name of the Father, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And then what do you do? And then little Kobe needs to have little disciple makers come around him. Right? And teach him to obey everything that Jesus has commanded him to. It's a full package deal. And I say that because a lot of times we view that this, we kind of come up with this idea that all we're called to do is share the gospel with people, share the gospel with people, let them come to faith in Christ. That's so important. But listen, friends, it never stops there. It's the full package deal. What we do here at Church of Hope as people come to Christ, we baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and then it is a lifelong making disciples in their lives. Why? Because we're meant to grow. We're meant to become more into align with the way God thinks, with the way God does things. We come more and more. I, we were talking about this this last week in Isaiah chapter 55 says that Jesus, God said this himself, that my ways are not your ways, but they need to become your ways. I'm adding that part. My thoughts are not your thoughts. He's so far beyond us and we will never reach that point. Where we think exactly His way and do things exactly His way. And yet, we are to begin now because we're going to go into eternity and continue to learn and continue to grow in Him. But it's to begin now. So it's a full package deal. So we don't leave one without the other because there's others that will leave evangelism and they'll throw that out the window and say, oh, we just need to continue to uh, come together in our little holy huddles and make sure we're having Bible studies and doing these kinds of things. And we're never reaching out. We're never being salt and light. And that's not good either. It's the full package deal. Go into all the world. Preach the gospel. Those who respond to the gospel, you baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And then you teach them to obey. And that is a lifelong process. We continue to make disciples right here. Even in, even in people's lives. Even people who have surrendered their lives to Christ. 
94 years old, Uncle Chuck over here, he's still a disciple and a discipler. Amen? He disciples me every time I meet with him. Yahweh says, he says, my spiritual gift is afflicting the comfortable. <laughs> and I need it. All of us that are gathered here right now, we're disciples who make disciples. Amen? And continue to grow in this. This is what God has called us to in this. And then at the end here, he gives us the greatest hope that you and I can ever. That which we need the most, he tells us right here at the end. It's almost like he's saying, and by the way, you can't do this. <laughs> Left to yourself, you cannot do this. Number one. Number two, you don't have to fear because I am going with you. Isn't that good news? Lo, I am with you always. How long, though, Lord? How? Till the end of time, till the end of the age. Thank you, Norma. Absolutely it. Isn't that it? To the end of the age, to the end of the time. And then we're going to be with him forever. So the encouragement for us is, yeah, it may be a daunting task. Yeah, it may be scary. But guess what? He is filling us with his Holy Spirit. He's doing the work through us. And he's promised, this promise, I'm never going to leave. All what hope we have in Christ. Amen. All the way to you hear that trumpet sound and the sky splits open and we all see Jesus. When you never alone. Ever. And his power is going with us, and that's what we need. Let's stand together and close it. Father, here we are. A small body of believers that have heard your call, that have heard testimonies even here this morning, have been witnesses of and, and being able to hear and see how you worked through this team that's gone before Wayne. Lord, we want to open up our hearts. Can I give you a challenge here just in closing right now? Here's, here would be one way that we can continue to respond to this. Because we're all disciples who make disciples. So we're preaching the gospel out there. But guess what? We need people to make disciples right in here. Right? We have, from all ages, we have children's ministry, youth ministry, Incredible opportunities for everyone to get involved in being people that are discipling one another as we're called to do for each other. And we, we've been talking a lot about even having a more of a holistic approach in our, in our ministry to children, in our ministry to youth, in our ministry to adults. That it isn't just Receiving, 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 right? A lot of times that can happen, can't it? We just we receive, go to Bible says we receive. God wants you to have an outlet for that so that you 
and I together are discipling one another. Amen? I'm just going to ask you to prayerfully consider how the Lord would call you maybe into that. Whether it be through children ministry, whether it be through youth ministry. More to come on some of the things that we've been talking about here this summer. But it's going to be awesome. And everyone's going to have an opportunity to be a part of it. So Lord, here we are. We want to be these people that respond like in Isaiah chapter 6. To the revelation of the holiness and the greatness of Almighty God. That we would be this people that after we hear, whom should we send? Who will go for us? That we would be these people that say, here we are, Lord. Send us. Use us. And we know it's not going to be us. It's going to be your, your power within us that's going forward. And you promise to never leave us and never forsake us. And so we stand upon that promise here today. And we say, King Jesus, have your way. In all of our hearts. In all of our lives. We ask these things in Jesus' mighty name. And all God's people say, Amen. Amen. If you need prayer for anything here today, we'd love to pray with you and for you. If you have any questions, talk to the team if you have any more questions about Thank you. We're going to take up the Nevelyn offering. Don't leave yet. Sorry. Sorry. Can I have the Deacon Deaconess team come up here? Yeah, go ahead. Have a seat. <laughs> We take this opportunity every first Sunday of the month as an opportunity to be salt and light in different areas, in other cases, even in-house, outside, outhouse, going outside of the church walls, in communities. We have the opportunity to bless different people. So what happens here today is we take up the offering here today specifically for benevolent ministry. And what's going to happen with that money is put into a fund and then uh, some of the folks that you see around you here right now, standing here with the baskets, um, are going to prayerfully seek the Lord and say, Lord, where would you have us to give this? And like I said before, sometimes it's right here within our own body of believers, taking care of the household of faith as we're instructed to do in Scripture. And other times it's the communities that are out there. Now, um, what I want to encourage you with as well, to give as the Lord would lead, lead you here right now. But I also want to encourage you, maybe you know of a family that's maybe going through something, or an individual in your workplace, or in your neighborhood, whatever the case might be. And you think, hey, maybe this would be a neat opportunity that we, as a church, you're representing the church, but that the whole church should kind of get behind you. And, and that we might be able to bless somebody in that way. And who knows how the Lord may want to use that in their life. So if there's somebody that, that or a family or something that you may have in your mind, I encourage you to talk to these individuals here. They would love to help you out with that. Let me pray for this offering. Heavenly Father, we just ask that you be blessed and honored and glorified through this, the giving of this benevolent offering. And that you would use it, Lord, to touch people's hearts and accomplish your purposes. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. As they're passing that, just once again, if you have questions about anything here today, we would love to um, uh, talk with you. If you'd like to talk to the team uh, and have more specific questions about some of the things that they did while they were there, I encourage you to do that. Um, and as I said before, if you need prayer for anything here today, we'd love to pray with you and for you. Amen. You are dismissed.